0: this is episode 27 on the road sports podcast I got a little bit of the Super Bowl action coming up Ronda Rousey WVU basketball some uh, notorious fantasy advice and uh, 500 chicken wings you'll never guess so let's get moving you ready I'm ready we're back in action. I
1: want to hear about the chicken wings first. Well, hold on. Start with that story.
0: Let's let everyone know we are On The Road Sports Podcast, the only podcast of its kind as we podcast on our commute home. The only one of its kind that we know of. That if we you, know of. If you know anyone else, let us know. We'll team up. We'll fight them. We'll, we'll fight them. We'll do that too. Whatever you think. Uh, I so, think we can take him. 500 chicken wings. Actually, to be exact, it was 501 chicken wings. Uh, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the annual Wing Bowl. Molly Shiler, 37 years old, of uh, Plumas Lake, California, destroyed her previous record by choking down 501 chicken wings. What the f-
1: 501? How... Gee- Jesus, God! How long did she have? I don't know. Are uh, they on the bone, or are they boneless? There's so many questions I have now that you need to answer.
0: Any any competition I've ever watched or, or seen pictures of, they've always been bone. Bone in. Okay. And they basically just inhale it, bite down, and pull the bones out. That's considered one. That That's the technique. There's no in-between the bones, none of that. There's a lot of meat wasted, really.
1: But... Which is why I would never do good. I'm not leaving anything to waste. How many chickens they kill for that, man? I mean, geez. Well, each chicken has two wings, so <laughs> do the math.
0: I'm not very good at math. 250 oh, and a half chickens. Wait, that, that's what I'm being paid for. Uh,
1: 250 and a half chickens. Okay. That's just for her.
0: Okay. They're, she's going up against who but knows how you kill I mean, a
1: half a chicken?
0: You don't, but you go up against a bazillion other people. So that that other chicken's wing is laying there somewhere unless it was devoured by one of the other uh, lard asses <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: that eating all terrible. those
0: chicken wangs. Uh, makes me sick to think about it. How much do they have to pay? I mean, well, is there an entry fee? I don't know. Think about it. If you go to B, if you take her, say you're dating her, you take her to B-dubs. Yeah, I need 501 piece chicken
1: well, wing. No, she ain't going to slam 501 and if you're doing that, you're taking her to Quaker State because they have unlimited wings. You don't take her to
0: She would bankrupt
1: Quaker yeah. State.
0: Oh yeah. Bankrupt. I mean, what? Five hundred and it you know what? I've noticed, especially with the uh, the hot dog eating contest, the skinnier people win. They have more room to expand.
1: Listen, Joey Chestnut He can, wasn't he wasn't big and fat. Can drink a gallon and a half of liquid. Ew. A gallon and a half. Okay. Ugh. Do you know how many beers that adds up to? Uh, well, I know a gallon of beer
0: is uh, equals to about ten and a half beers. So. It's sixteen. Or a, a gallon is ten and a half, so it's about sixteen beers. It's yeah.
1: sixteen beers. Sixteen. It's twelve pints because a pint sixteen ounces.
0: I've drank ten. I've drank sixteen beers before.
1: But, Joey Chestnut did it on New Year's Eve. Not at once. In a minute and a half. <laughs> well,
0: I assume he was trashed.
1: <laughs> Apparently the party continued from there, according oh, to Pat McAfee. Oh, man.
0: Good Lord. Well, I'm, I'm done talking about inhaling chicken wings. Uh, moving on. I don't even want to talk about this, but it needs to be discussed. we got to figure out a solution for these guys. West Virginia basketball by uh, the tone there just played they've obviously taken a turn for the worse they have lost five out of their last six they started off the season 15 and one they were on a 15 game win streak leading the nation ranked number two in the AP and coaches poll and again they've lost five out of their last six since and they've now lost three straight which were all against unranked opponents um so i'm not I, worried i'm announcing it right now i have officially quit following them and i will now direct my attention to a team who can actually win and that's uh, ohio state so go buckeyes <laughs> uh i've got a t-shirt on the way actually I- i'm kidding you better be. I'm kidding. Don't get your panties in a bunch. Listen, in all honesty, what does West Virginia need to do to get back on track? I'm
1: I'm not worried.
0: Tell and me. listen to why
1: I'm not worried. Tell okay? me.
0: And, I, and I'll tell you how I feel as they well. They lost to Ohio State. No, they didn't. Or they
1: lost to Iowa State. I mean, yes, they did. They lost to Iowa State the other night by an un- unreasonable margin. <laughs> yes, 12 or 15, something like that. But there's sickness in the locker room. Correct. Ain't nobody a hundred percent right now. And, and I'm glad they're getting it out now. Mentally. Not physically. Mentally. No, there's there's physical sickness in the locker room. That's why Beatle maybe? I think Beatle didn't play. Somebody didn't play. Beetle played. They... Okay, so it was Lamont West. Didn't play because he was he had the flu or something. He was physically ill. And couldn't play that game. I don't think that was what the problem was. I think it's I think the other guys aren't 100% because they got the same thing or they're recovering from the same thing. Nope. Give them a month. They'll be good. I'm telling you. This Run the is, table at the Big 12 tournament. So
0: you think it's just a physical illness. That's I, what's causing it. I, they're not playing with a lot of energy right That's now. That's why they've lost five out of their last they're, six in the last three weeks. So they've been sick for three weeks. There's 15 guys on the team. Listen. You pass that around. Listen, this is my opinion. The key. Don't say Hugs has lost control of the locker room. Teddy Buckets and Asa Ahmad. Listen, and this is what I'm gonna talk about. Why? Why these two guys? Okay. Asa Te- Ahmad came back and they started stinking. Teddy was scoring was a scoring machine before the most recent losses, which earned him the name Teddy Buckets. Okay. Uh however he pissed Coach Huggins off and earned a spot on the bench for several games including the one that I went to he did not play one minute okay Asa Ahmad comes back from his suspension uh, from being too dumb I guess to get grades and uh, he can't put a golf ball through a hula hoop so now you got Teddy Buckets playing scared that he's gonna be benched for something wrong and the team's flow is all out of whack. Every time they make a bad play, they look over to the bench. They're scared. There's no, there's no, there's nothing positive going on. It's all negative. There's never, hey guys, good job. It's always get on the bench. You know what I mean? Huggins needs to let the guys play. If they piss him off, then run them to death in practice. Don't let your emotions uh, take over actual games. You're ruining it for everybody in, in, your, in your little network, plus all of uh, everybody in West Virginia that loves basketball. Huggins is a great coach. He's the seventh most winningest coach of all time. His methods are proven, but he needs to let the guys play. He needs to somehow get the enthusiasm up in that locker room because right now Teddy Buckets – He's he's running scared. He's afraid he's gonna be benched. He's just a freshman, man. You gotta you gotta boost him up. He's your he's your future. He's the future. So Asa Ahmad, limit his playing time to about ten minutes until he proves otherwise. He is a cancer for that team right now. So here's here's what I'm thinking. Let Teddy Buckets take the majority of the playing time over Asa Ahmad and boost your guys up. Let him get a couple wins. Get a rhythm going. By the time we get back to, the uh, time we get to the uh, March Madness, hopefully they've got a rhythm. Okay, right now it's not looking so good, but we'll see. That is my take on it. You think they've all got the flu? Hopefully, if it's a mix of in between, hopefully they can overcome this and move forward. Because right now it's a sad day to be a Mountaineer rooting for basketball. So enough of that uh, sad. Moving on, a huge, ru- uh oh, state trooper coming at us on down the road, no big deal. Moving on, huge rumor, I mean huge, huge rumor, a huge rumor. This would be the craziest thing to ever happen in the NBA if this were true, but there have been several reports. That LeBron James is
1: heading to the Warriors. <laughs> you're you're a day late and a dollar short on that, bub. He came out today during a press conference, said, uh, no way, that ain't happening. You
0: First of all, you cut me off and didn't let me finish my story. Second of all, I'm trying to cover sports from the last freaking three weeks.
1: I'm just saying, he come out today, said that's not happening. He's not going to, to Golden State. I said it well. Here's the thing: it would be the first
0: uh, team in history to go 80 and 0. No, <laughs> in a regular season. No, uh, but there is no way this will happen. As he actually came out today, like Jake said, and uh, smashed those rumors. So, not going to happen. LeBron James, I'm telling you, they would go 80 and 0.
1: Who LeBron could, James who is going to be a like them.
0: Who could stop them? Anybody could stop them. Oh my God! No one can stop them now. They're the number one ranked team in the freaking league. Yeah, but how many losses they got? Like seven. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, man. How they... many How many losses does LeBron's team have right now? LeBron.
0: He don't even have a team. It's just LeBron. I'm telling you. Whatever. It's, it's speculation. There's no reason to even argue about it. Yeah, but so... we're
1: good at arguing. That's what we do. <laughs> All
0: right. I so just... I'm moving on. Uh, mixed martial arts. Rowdy Ronda Rousey has officially joined the WWE as Mm -hmm. she has turned her career in the opposite direction of uh, real fighting into fake fighting. So, she recently tweeted that she was...
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You trying to tell me wrestling's fake?
0: (laughs) There was a sign on the side of the road that said, caution, memory loss ahead. (laughs) What in the hell? I hope not. Uh, Anyway, you tried to tell me wrestling's fake. (laughs) Wrestling is fake as f***, dude. I mean, come on. I can't stand it, to be honest. But here we go. She recently tweeted that she was, quotation, starting her journey to WrestleMania, end quote. So this tweet instantly went viral, and as you can imagine, uh, some of the responses uh, were good and some were bad. Uh, But... There were also some that were f- hilarious. <laughs> I mean, just great. And what I'm referring to, Rhonda said that she was uh, now starting her journey to WrestleMania. And some dude tweeted, uh, "Nah, I think it started right about here," <laughs> and tagged a picture of Holly Holm kicking her skull in. <laughs> Oh, man. His savage level is at 100.
1: That was the beginning of the oh, end. Oh, way Rhonda. to go,
0: guy. That was oh, awesome. man.
1: It started right about here.
0: And Rhonda's, like, eyes are in the back of her head. Oh, man. Uh, well, I hope the best for Conor McGregor's wishing her the best. And I guarantee he goes in the same direction once his weird career is over. Nah, they don't need him. They got Sheamus. Well... His career right now is in a weird spot. It's like, dude, do you want to fight or not? I know I mentioned this on the last podcast, the one before. I mean, are you a fighter or are you a public figure?
1: Listen, what he's are a you? public figure right now because he's throwing around money to charity like none other. I know. Other. But,
0: yeah, tax write-offs. He's realizing having all his money is uh, negative in the tax world. So he is doing all these charity write-offs so that his tax will bounce back. See they, what I'm uh, saying?
1: They just honored him in New York. The previous record for a New York Children's Hospital was $600,000. Connor shows up to the event, and suddenly it becomes $800,000 after he donates a second time for an undisclosed amount. Wow. So, I mean, he's tossing it out left and right.
0: He's going to have to fight soon. As much money as he spends, he's got to keep it going. He's only 29. He's got a long life left. I don't think that one fight is going to help, is gonna work for him, especially how he lives, how lavishly he lives. So we'll see what happens. I hope he fights soon, but whatever. Uh, he's going to be back plumbing. <laughs> maybe. Uh, so I am backing this dude 100%. I don't want to talk about this a whole lot, but it's just I can't help it. Uh, so, a father, which Jake and I are both fathers so we can understand this completely, with three girls who were all molested by that stupid Dr. Nasser. that mother f- mm. God, man. Anyway. <laughs> Is that enough? Yes. Uh, okay. No, actually, it could go on for hours. We'll, we'll end it there. Continue with the story. He attempted, the dad attempted to attack Nasser in the courtroom the other day, but was stopped by
1: six policemen, and it took six guys to take him down. Um, this was after he asked the judge for five minutes alone in a room with him. See, judge said, no, we can't do that. He said, how about one minute? Judge said no we can't do that. He said, I'll take it now. This is what disgusts me
0: about our justice system. That man deserves to be hung in a tree by his nut sack. And are we allowed to
1: say nutsack?
0: I, I don't know, man. I don't care. This guy needs his nuts cut off with a doll razor blade. And I mean, any the worst thing you could ever think of, do it to that guy. But the good thing about this story, the father will not be charged. I saw it. He's not going to be charged. Good. And that, that's exactly right. But he, I just really wish he would have got a hold of that little weasel, man. God. Even if
1: he was charged, I saw like there were 50 to 60 lawyers threatening to take it, offering to take his case for free if it went to court. Man, it's just gross. It's just gross. I don't. I don't. I, I
0: don't. I'm just at a loss for words on this story. It's just gross. Um, so I, I'm going to move on. But I just thought I should recognize the dad who almost punched Nasser. <laughs> Hopefully, somebody actually gets a hold of him and just tortures him. One
1: of those prisoners.
0: Just bashes his skull in, and I think prison will do very good for him. <laughs> Hope they torture him so bad. Uh, but anyway, so moving on. The Super Bowl
1: is this Sunday. First off, who you got? Eagles. I've been Eagles all the way. Uh, I've been Eagles for 13 weeks now. Can Tom
0: Brady do it again? That is the question. We shall see. But my main concern regarding the Super Bowl, well, obviously fantasy, but will we see a nipple during halftime? That's the main concern here. Uh... That's what I'm going to be looking for. So let's hope so. But well, I'm, going with, I'm going with the Patriots. Hold on. I'm going with
1: the Patriots. Justin Humerlake's already said that there's going to be nobody on stage with him. He's all by himself. So if we so do we're going see, to see one, his nipples. It's a, it's a man nipple. I hope not. Here's something interesting about the Super has, Bowl while you're on the subject. Well, he has no dancers with him? It's supposed to just be him and his band. Uh, no sync. no Janet yeah, Jackson. I'm not watching, but anyway, keep going. Did you know the Super Bowl is pretty much a home game for Tom Brady? Why is that? Uh, His mom's from Minnesota. (laughs) Yeehaw. His mom is from Minnesota. Brady spent summers there as a kid. Okay. His grandma, various aunts, uncles, and cousins still all live in the Mm. place 130 miles away from Minneapolis. So he's going to have about... 15 people there. Woo! Well, well, no. Tickets are so expensive, he ain't having nobody there. <laughs> Giselle might be in there in the owner's oh, box. Oh, man.
0: Well, I'm going with the Patriots, uh, and because you play with Nick Foles' testicles every chance you get, and the Philly fans are <laughs> swipes, uh, I'm going with the Patriots. So, uh, But the more important part of, of the Super Bowl is fantasy. So, let's take a look at the lineups. That will win you money, guaranteed. How much money have we won this year? I got like 15 more football stories before you do. Thousands, thousands. Just let me run these real quick and then you can jump into that. Uh, Here we go. So, lineup number one. And And how much are these costing you a piece? Now listen, there are several different games. You can do games from 50 cents a game, clear up to 5,500 a game. So it's whatever your financial comfort is you know that, that's where you can that's where you can go in at so uh particularly I go in at the $20 games just because the first place winner gets a million dollars so I've got three lineups here and this time it's a little bit different structure you've got four offensive players no matter the position and two defensive players no matter the position and that's it six players so my lineup number one offensive player one Danny Amendola Pat he's the uh, a Patriots wide receiver, averaging 27 points in his last two games. That's crazy. Offensive player two, Tom Brady. He has seven touchdown passes in his last three games and he's averaging 24 points in his last two games. Very impressive. Uh, Offensive player number three, James White, running back for the Patriots. He's averaging 16 points in his last two games. Offensive player number four, Torrey Smith, a Philadelphia wide receiver, he had 18 points last uh, in his last game against the Vikings. Defensive player number one, Jalen Mills, cornerback for Philadelphia. He's averaging seven points per game this season. And let me remind you here, uh, five to eight points on defense is a good game. So you're not gonna see 15, 20 points, very rare on defense. So uh, Jalen Mills, and then my defensive player number two, Kyle Van Noy, he's a linebacker for the Patriots. He's averaging eight points per game this season, and he actually had 17 points last game. Wow. All right, moving on. Lineup number two, Danny Amendola, Tom Brady. I got Zach Ertz in there. He's averaging 15 points in his last four games. Dion Lewis, he's averaging 22 points in his last three games. On my defense, I got Patrick Chung. He's averaging seven points a game this season. I got Corey Graham. 13 fantasy points in his last game against Minnesota. And my final lineup, number three, I got Zach Ertz. I got Nick Foles, quarterback for Philadelphia. He had 29 points in his last game against the Vikings. Uh offensive player number three, Alshon Jeffrey, wide receiver for Philadelphia. He had 26 fantasy points against the against the Vikings. Uh offensive player number four, James White. On my defense, I got Nigel Bradham. He's a linebacker for Philadelphia. He's averaging seven points per game this season. And finally, I've got uh, Kyle Van Noy again on my defense. Again, he had 17 points in his last game. Stud. Those three lineups. You enter those three in the millionaire game, I guarantee you will win your 60 bucks back. Promise you. If not, sorry. But uh, let's move back here a little bit. Uh, I want to I touch on this and then the floor is yours, Jake promise. Speaking of football, on a recent game show that we've all heard of, Jeopardy! This is Jeopardy! Alright. Uh, All three contestants missed every single question in the category football. It's very obvious they're sheltered nerds. I mean, come on. You don't know what the option play
1: is? Hold on. The oh. answers were option, the Dallas Cowboys. What else did they have? Uh, Offsetting penalties. Offsetting penalties. Yeah, there I, were, I can't remember the others. I, I can't remember the other ones, but they oh, were very obvious. A fair catch. A fair catch. <laughs>
0: and then the other one was decently hard. I didn't know what that one was. The purple.
1: Oh, the purple people eaters. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A fair catch? That's so easy. Hold on. There are 32 teams in the NFL. If you ring in and say Dallas Cowboys, Green Bay Packers, 49ers, Steelers, right there's a 25% chance of getting that question right. (laughs) And those are your four most popular teams. I'm just saying. That was ridiculous to see. It I was, was embarrassed uh, for them. Yes, and
0: I tell you what was funny. Uh, Pat, Sa- what's his name? Pat Sajak? No, Alex Trebek. Al- Alex Trebek. Sorry, uh, he was making fun of them. He, he was making jokes at him, like, just. I mean, it was savage. I'm gonna start calling him Alex Savage. <laughs> savage oh, Alex. Man. Oh man, that was great. So what you got?
1: Oh, I got a bunch of things. Uh, we didn't talk about this one. Tom Brady is pissed right now. <laughs> uh oh! Don't break a hip. Every Monday, he did a weekly interview on WEEI Radio in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a weekly thing. He's done it since he's been there, and one of the co-hosts has pissed him off severely. By calling his five year old an oh, annoying I saw, little I saw something piss ant. They called his little girl a piss ant? An annoying little piss ant. Whoa. They, they do a section called Tom Brady versus Time. It talks about his family and his life and his career and right. and everything. And one of the co hosts, Alex Reimer, he's 25, 30 years old, somewhere in that area, used that phrase. And Tom Brady said, I can't do this anymore. Click. Why didn't he say more than that? Because he's got a public
0: image to uphold. Okay. I think it would have been acceptable, though, man. Call your kid a piss ant? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd. Oh, my God. Dude, you have no right. You work for the media. Like, what? Exactly. Jeez. All right. He's a professional football player making millions. I
1: mean,. You work for the media. He's doing you a favor by calling in every Monday no because doubt. that's drawn in. Right. The co-host has been suspended. Good. They flew him home. I guess he's not from Massachusetts. They sent him back to where he came from. Good. Good. And they're looking at going forward from there. Well, I hope he gets lice. Uh, <laughs> a little more uh, Patriots trouble. Uh, Bernard Reedy, the Patriots wide receiver, he's in trouble at work. Who? Bernard Reedy. He's one of the wide receivers on the Super Bowl roster. I've never heard of him. He is uh he's in trouble at work. He's actually a little star little late starting his off-season job. He makes $11 an hour driving around people in wheelchairs to different medical appointments and stuff. He actually takes money from them? He started in 2015 after he was cut by the Falcons and since then he's bounced on and off squads. He's been cut and re-signed by the Patriots three or four times. He was cut by the Buccaneers. So every time he gets cut from a squad, he calls up his boss at this job, says, Hey, you know, can you use me? What's going on? It wow. In January on well, January third, he was cut. He called the boss, said, you know, can I can I start next week? Right. Boss said, Ah no you can't. you you, your uh, D.O.T. physical has expired. The guy is a professional football player, and he had to go take a D.O.T. physical in order to be able
0: to drive. So, I guess him being a good guy like that, I guess I hope that he can get a little bit of playing time in the Super Bowl, get a little exposure,
1: maybe make a good play. Uh, he's on the roster. I mean, it doesn't matter. He's getting paid. If they win, he gets the Super Bowl yeah, bonus. Yeah, but, I mean,
0: he gets a – yeah, that'd be good. He, yeah. They will win. so he, he I don't a, think they'll win. So base salary, half a million. I mean, that's the minimum.
1: So, he's making at least a half million. All right. Let's flip to the other side of the spectrum then. Mm-hmm. The Eagles had 38 points to advance to the Super Bowl. They scored 38 points on the Vikings. Right. None of the scoring players were on the Eagles roster last season. <laughs> Nick Foles played for Kansas City, Alshon Jeffrey played for Chicago, Torrey Smith was on the 49ers, Legarrett Blunt played for the Patriots, and Jake Elliott was a rookie. So they can't—they went this off and rebuilt the team, and look how far it's got them. Pretty far. Gonna gonna I bring home say, that Lombardi Trophy. I doubt it. Uh and, you know, we mentioned KC there. Nick Foles cannot beat Tom Brady. It's just not going to happen. It don't matter. Nick Foles and Tom Brady aren't playing one on one. There's For... ten other guys on the field with them. Can Alshon Jeffrey beat Patrick Chung? I don't know. There
0: we go. It's it's going to be a game of matchups. I mean, I think I think Cooks is a better receiver than Jeffrey. I think Gronk's a better tight end than Ertz. But I they're think, not playing one on one. I think, think Amendola is a better. They're wide playing their counterpart
1: on the defense. Aguilar is the is Gronk better than whoever's going to cover him on the yeah. Eagles' defense? Yes. Is Cooks better than anyone who could cover him on on the Eagles' defense? Yes. Maybe. I'm telling you, Patriots are going to just. Listen, it's going to be a disaster. How many players from WVU? Here's, here's the thing. How many players from WVU do the Patriots have on their roster? Listen, I don't care about that. What Zero. I'm saying, what I'm saying is Rasul Douglas, Vinnie Curry went to Marshall. He's been in West Virginia. I mean, that's great. Those are all Eagles guys. That's awesome. That's why I'm
0: pulling for the Eagles. That's great. I'm glad for that, and I, I probably will. I mean, I. I'm not gonna be Windows mad. Smallwood. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna be mad if the Patriots lose. I'm not a Patriots fan. I Sound
1: just like think. I boy. think they'll
0: win. And so, but yeah, I would. I would like to see the uh, Eagles get one. They've never won the Super Bowl. Bet the Eagles. It would be nice, but I'm not gonna put money on them. No bet way. The Eagles. No way. I will never bet against Tom Brady. I learned my lesson last year. Bet the Eagles. I went to bed. Had money on the Falcons. Went to bed. It was like, yep, I got 300 bucks in the bank. I wake up, I'm a minus 100. I'm like, skew you, Tom Brady. skew.
1: you. Uh, you know, Nick Foles was in Kansas City last year. There's, oh, there's going to be a new quarterback in Kansas I City now. I remembered what I was going to say.
0: What? Just similar to what happened to the Mountaineers the big head. They got the big head. They beat the Vikings by 31 points. They're thinking we're unstoppable. And they're going to go in
1: there and be lit up. They're going to walk in there cocky and get punched in the mouth. Yeah. And then they're going to get gritty. And they're going to grind it out. And they're going to play tough. And they're going to represent the city of Philadelphia properly. Not handing in. Rocky style. Taking out Apollo Creed. Bringing home the belt. There we go. Move on. All right. Uh, Alex Smith got traded to the Redskins. Uh, cool. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I mean, you said move on, so well, you interrupted got, me like 15 times. I guess that was a, it was
0: legitimate to cover that. Our one fan is a huge Redskins fan, so there you go,
1: buddy. I hope Alex Smith kicks butt for you. Well, I mean, listen, this is causing a lot of you lot know, of big moves, a lot of know, ripples in the
0: NFL. You know why I hate Alex Smith? Because every time I play somebody in Madden that has Alex Smith with the Chiefs, his his speed rating is unrealistic.
1: It's I've actually got,
0: not. I've got a freaking cornerback chasing him, and he's outrunning me. Come on. That's not real. That's not even real. I mean, not even close. If you're smart about it, it happens. Alex Smith is not faster than a cornerback, it's
1: not happening. He is if you give him a ten-yard head start. Uh, Believe me. But anyway, so, so this is causing some big issues in the NFL. You don't want to argue with me about Madden. You now have Kirk Cousins no longer needed
0: in Washington. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So you're thinking Alex Smith's better than Kirk Cousins?
1: They they trade for Alex Smith. They a, sign him to a four-year extension. Maybe it's a backup. Kirk Cousins is on a one-year deal. He was franchise-tagged. Uh-oh. So now he's he's on the open market. There's no reason for the Redskins to fool with Kirk Cousins. He is gone. So where's he going? I would like to see him go to the Browns so they have a good, experienced quarterback. But there's been talk of him with the Jets. There's been talk of him with the Jaguars. The Jets
0: need a quarterback for sure.
1: The, the Jets need a quarterback. The Browns need a quarterback, you know, 12 other teams need a quarterback. And it also means that Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback of the future in Kansas City. Correct. He did very good things for Texas Tech. so And he's played very well when he's got the chance this season in Kansas City. So they're, they think highly enough of him to trade away their all-star quarterback for a chance at, at that.
0: We'll see what happens. I, I, I'm i definitely interested to see how it all shakes out. I love it when people get traded. But I hate it, though, because could you imagine if it was just like, you know, where we work. Hey, you guys are being traded to our L.A. division. It's like, shoot. Like, we got to just move out to L.A. and start working. Then it's like a year later. Hey, you guys are going to Ontario. I'd be like, man. But, again, we're not getting paid $10 million a year. Either. Yeah,
1: I was about to say I'd be fine with that <laughs> if I was getting paid their kind of money. Uh, here's another quarterback that, that might be on the open market soon. Aaron Rodgers. Really? There's, there's a rift with the Packers. He is not very happy that they got rid of his quarterback coach. Hmm. They they failed to extend his quarterback coach's contract, and he's now in Cincinnati. Uh-oh. oh Andy Dalton on the hot seat. Yep, I'd say Rogers Desincy, and and Dalton ain't been doing anything. I mean, he did terrible this year. Nope, and and last year, and they have to make a move because Marvin Lewis's job is not very strong. Heck no, I'm surprised he's still there. To be honest, I'd have got rid of him, rid of him uh, about five games in. One more thing about quarterbacks. We're we're almost on the home stretch. I'll cover this real quick. Remember this name. J.T. Daniels. All right. You are going to hear it a lot this coming college football season. You're going to hear it a lot in about three years when he's up for the Heisman. But I'm giving it to you now. J.T. Daniels is the USC quarterback of the future. Yeah, so was uh, David Sills. Yeah, but this kid's actually enrolled in school. so He was, too. No, sills was like, like thirteen middle school yeah. <laughs> jt daniels is skipping his senior year to enroll this summer in at usc i mean can i go dude yeah, jesus
0: christ I, I, couldn't I couldn't see oh. i couldn't see there's a blind spot but
1: anyway uh <laughs> I can go out there and get my nose taken off he is skipping his senior year He's graduating early, enrolling in USC to fill the hole that Sam Darnold has left by leaving for the NFL. He's going in to compete for the starting job, going to win it. But the bigger thing in this story is the high school he's coming from. Matter Day High School in Orange County, California. They've spit out Matt Leinart, Mac Barkley, Colt Brennan. And listen to this stat. Since 1989, all but two starting quarterbacks have gone to a Division I school. Wow. Wow. A bunch of those have gone pro. I would say. One of those two is a major league infielder with the Colorado Rockies. Huh. Sounds like you got some good athletes. They are quarterback you basically they spit out every single good quarterback that you can think of in the past what 29 years almost 30 years it's pretty good stat man definitely uh so what else you got you got anything you done what uh my very last thing I uh, listen man the Super Bowl breakdown has been insane all right I read an article the other day tracking the flags Thrown by the ref crew that's going to be doing the game. They went through the season, tracked every single flag they threw, what they threw it for, how many times a game they threw them. And so, what I got to tell you is there's going to be a lot of false starts and encroachments thrown. And defensive back fouls. Look for a lot of pass interference, defensive holding, hands to the face, that kind of thing. Which may limit... The the score.
0: So you're saying that the refs that are in the game they took basically the highest things that they've thrown all season, they, and those are it. They took all their stats.
1: Right, right. And this crew, based off of what they did, they are prone to throw a lot of false starts, encroachment penalties. They're really keen on pre snap <laughs> movement. I mean, there are just too many people in the NFL
0: that just have too much free time. I mean, really. This was Vegas. Whatever. It's just like, there's every stat ever, ever for everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tom Brady normally takes a dump at this time. Let's bet the over-under on that. Will it be more than three turds or less than three turds? (laughs) I mean, jeez. I mean, it's really like that. I guarantee you can find it somewhere. (laughs) I would probably bet the under. Uh, So, let's... uh, (laughs) Let's go on here. I was going to go over the top 25 on basketball, but Jake ran ran uh, us way over here. Actually, that. I don't even care about it. West Virginia's 15. They're probably going to be about 20 now, if they're even in it. Villanova stays number one, Virginia two, Purdue three, Duke four, and Michigan State five. Uh, That's all
1: anybody cares about anyway. If you're not top five,
0: who, yep. no one cares. who gives a So, the last thing I got here. Mixed martial arts for all you mixed martial arts fans that we've got. <clears throat> so here's what we got. This Saturday, UFC Fight Night Machida versus Anders in Belém, Brazil. It's February 3rd, 2018. Uh, main card: We've got Thiago Santos versus Anthony Smith. Santos will get the win there. A uh, heavyweight bout: Timothy Johnson takes on Marcelo Gomes. Timothy Johnson will get the win. Uh, although it won't be easy next up a lightweight bout Michael uh, Prezerez takes on Desmond Green I think Green gets the win very easily and another easy fight here a women's flyweight bout Valentina Shevchenko takes on Priscilla Cochera and I think uh, Valentina Shevchenko will get the win and she will lock up a title shot in doing so co-main event of the evening a bantamweight bout John Dodson the magician takes on Pedro Munoz I think John Dodson is too quick too experienced puts Pedro down Uh, and finally our main event of the evening Lyoto the Dragon Machida the karate specialist takes on newcomer and undefeated Eric Anders Machida I like him a lot, I've always been a big fan of Machida and his style. He's got knocked out three fights in a row. He's nearly 40 years old. It's been time for him to give it up. A slight breeze comes through that arena, you'll see Machida be stiffened up. His chin is that bad. Look for Anders to move to 11-0 and and knock out Lyoto Machida as Anders is known for his stops in the first round. So. Machida, I think you need to hang him up, buddy. So, uh, no Bellator events this weekend. Uh, The next event is February 16th, and uh, I don't even know how to say this. Unicusville, Connecticut? Uncusville? Whatever. Uh, In Connecticut, featuring part of the heavyweight World Grand Prix with Matt Mitrione versus Roy Nelson. And speaking of the Grand Prix, Chael Sonnen was the first to advance when he beat Quentin Rampage Jackson via unanimous decision on January 20th. Uh, Rampage, after the fight, said that Chael fought like a bitch because he mostly wrestled. So I honestly, I agree and I disagree. I like good mixture, but Chael is stale, hashtag stale Chael, hashtag retire already. He will get knocked out eventually in this tournament. He's a middleweight, and he's fighting dudes way bigger than him. His luck will run out. It will happen eventually as he's facing the winner of Fedor and Frank Mir. Those dudes are bad to the bone. Fedor's going to win that. Fedor's going to beat Mir. Frank Mir has some serious submissions. One of the best I've ever seen. Fedor beats Mir. Fedor beats Chael. K.O.'s Chael, hopefully. I want to see Chael stiffened up. Chael's always—he's never been knocked out cold. He always just gives up. I want to see him
1: stiff as a board, arms Here, in the air, wrists curled. You know what I mean? Here's my prediction for the whole thing: own Fedor rematch. Dude, Fedor sucks now. I, I think I think Mir beats him.
0: I think Mir submits him. Fedor rematch. Mir is bigger than Fedor, Mir will take him down, wrestle him around, choke him out, it's all over. It's all over. Anyway, we are out of time, episode 27, coming up, episode 28, which will be on uh, February, what do we got? Uh, What, the 6th? 6th, it'll come out on Tuesday the 6th, probably, maybe the 7th, we don't know. Uh, weather permitting, we're we're
1: flying by the seat of our pants on this thing. Guys, There's no rhyme or reason. Listen,
0: we need some help. Okay, we are football guys. We love football. Football's over. We like basketball too, but yeah.
1: we want to cover
0: more than just that. I mean, we got NASCAR, we got the Olympics, we got baseball coming up, hockey, hockey. What what do you guys want us to cover? We obviously can't cover it all thoroughly in forty minutes twice a week but we can give it a shot throw us an email uh on the road sports podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on twitter at on the road sports so let us know what you want to hear and we'll dive into it for you guys but we appreciate
1: you listening or you can call john text john he'll pass the word along
0: or if you have anything that you don't agree with Or want to argue about. And I don't want you to agree. I want you to disagree. Call us. We'll put you on the show. Yeah, come
1: argue with us. We're pretty good at it. We promise we won't call you anything bad like a... Or a... Or a... Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my
0: God. i got to take that button away from you. Uh, Get a hold of us, guys. We'll see you next time.